Good morning, Living Streams. My name is David Stockton. Welcome to our daily devotional for this communal season of prayer and fasting. Thank you for carving out this time to join us as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This week in preparation for a message entitled Solidarity with the Poor, we're breaking down the fast that the Lord desires as is spelled out in Isaiah chapter 58. Today our online pastor Alex Seekins will be leading us in a devotional and a time of imaginative meditation on sharing your food with the hungry. Isaiah tells us that part of the fast that God approves of is to share our food with the hungry. Many of us have never truly experienced the kind of hunger that is commonplace for so many people in the world today and throughout history. Though our fast is by choice and the hunger of the poor is not, as we fast today or this week or in this season, we may gain some small vantage point from which to better empathize with those who constantly battle the hunger that so often accompanies poverty. Through fasting, we gain the capacity to better understand the physical pain that accompanies poverty. And if we would soften our hearts before the Lord, we may come to realize that those who are poor are our brothers and sisters, our mothers and fathers, and our own sons and daughters. They are not a concept and they are not an image in an article to receive our pity. The hungry are the same as you and me. Our stomach could become just as empty as theirs. And but for the grace of God, we too might struggle for food each and every day. Perhaps the real blessing and the abundance of the resources that God has given to you and to me is the blessing of being directly used by God to bless someone else. Perhaps choosing not to live in solidarity with the poor, to hoard our abundance while our brothers and sisters starve may ultimately be an abuse not only of God's blessings, but also of his mercy. I know those are scary thoughts. The reality is that if you make even just $20,000 a year, you are wealthier than 91% of the world's population. That means that the Bible's warnings for the rich are probably meant as cautions applicable for you and me. I don't think that we should be ashamed of the resources that God has entrusted to us, but maybe we should remember to see them as a weighty responsibility as well as a gift. Today we're going to spend some time engaging our imagination as we read through and meditate on a story that Jesus shared about a rich man and his poor neighbor. Before we start, it's important to remember that there's a significant difference between Eastern New Age or secular meditations and Christian meditation. In Eastern New Age or secular meditations, people try to empty themselves in order to focus inwardly or perhaps even to invite some other spirit in. But in Christian meditation, we attempt to still ourselves so that we can focus on God, invite the Holy Spirit in, and be led by Him into an awareness of His presence or perhaps even some revelation. Let's start today by recognizing the presence of God in the room. Use your imagination to grow your awareness of God in the room with you. What does God look like? Where is he sitting or standing? What are the expressions on his face right now? Now ask God to guide you in your reading and meditation. Pray Psalm 25:4 with your heart. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. 
Teach me your paths. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Today we're going to read through Luke 16, 19, 31 twice. The first time I'll walk you through it, and the second time you'll read on your own. As we read through the story, I want to encourage you to use your imagination to bring what we read to life in your mind. Imagine faces, sights, smells, sounds, feelings, temperature. Color in all of the blanks. Your imagination is not the scripture itself, but it is something that God can use to help you engage with scripture and to write the scripture on your heart. As you read and imagine, you may find thoughts and feelings being brought up to you. You may even hear the Lord speaking to you. These thoughts and feelings and insights from the Lord are the point of this meditation. As they come up, pause, both yourself and if you need to, this podcast. Pause to chew on them and follow those rabbit holes as far down as the Lord will take you. If you only get one phrase into the reading and spend all of the time that you have available today chewing on it without finishing the story, that's okay. The story that we're about to read has a lot of implications concerning the afterlife, which are very much worth studying and thinking about, but for today, I want to recommend that you focus not on those implications, but rather on the human implications and what Jesus is saying about our relationship with those who are poor. So, in Luke 16, verse 19 through 31, Jesus shares this story with us. He says, There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. What does this man's face and clothing look like? Is he a large man from all the eating? Or perhaps for some reason he's a smaller man. What would it look like when he eats his sumptuous feast every day? What would it be like to be this man? And Jesus continues, And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. Imagine Lazarus, his hunger, his desire for those scraps, his sores as the mangy street dogs come and lick his wounds. Imagine the spot at the gate where he keeps all of his stuff. Maybe there's even an indentation in the dirt where he sits all day long. What would it feel like to be this man? The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am in anguish in this flame. What would it feel like to be that rich man now brought low in death? and seeking help from the man that he had neglected for so long. What is the pain like? The thirst that he feels. Does he feel a sense of shame or regret? Or is he too overwhelmed by the sorrow and sadness and pain that he's experiencing?
But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm that has been fixed in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able and none may cross from there to us. What does it feel like to have Abraham reject his request and explain that it's even impossible? Does it feel hopeless, sad, infuriating, desperate? And then he said, I beg you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No. Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said to them, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. How does this rich man feel after having his second request shot down? Is he scared for his family? Regretting having not listened to Moses and the prophets himself? Is he feeling deflated or ashamed? Disappointed? What would it be like to be this man in this story? Now for your second reading, read through the same story again. But before you begin, ask God to highlight a character for you, and then read through the story through that character's perspective. Are you Lazarus or the rich man, or maybe even Abraham? Read the story imagining what that individual sees, hears, tastes, thinks, feels. Again, pausing on any thoughts or feelings or insights that the Lord may bring up to you as you read. We'll play two minutes of music for you to skip through or repeat as you read and meditate at your own pace.
that you finished your second reading, is there any revelation from God that you should write down? Or perhaps you felt a sense of conviction and there's something that you need to do to move forward. Whatever God has spoken to you, write it down. And if there's an action to take, be faithful to take it and don't delay. Thank you for joining us in today's daily devotional. May the Lord bless you and may you be aware of his presence today. Thank you so much for joining us in today's daily devotional. We'll be posting one of these on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every Monday through Saturday morning for the duration of our January fasting season. We hope this time helped you grow your courage as well as your intimacy with the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you.